You've got to make a reservation. It's very difficult to get in. Well, it's okay. I'll use the service entrance. I'll see you at nine. Welcome and bienvenidos to another episode of Service Entrance People. I am Boomer and I'm Pixie. Hola. Hola, Pixie. For those of you new to the show, just jumping in, this podcast is for and about the gritty, underpaid, underprivileged service industry workers of the world. Unite. We have clearly made wrong turns in our lives because no matter what, we've ended up here in jobs where no matter our talent, our art, our skills, we end up dealing with the infamous Karens and Florida Man. Florida Man. And Mr. and Mrs. Von Uppity on a daily basis. Day in and day out, we walk through the parking lot of broken dreams and enter through that specially marked door. You know the one! The service entrance door. Yep. If you are interested in listening and sharing in war stories of the, the industry, or if you're curious as to what us, the help, are really thinking, we are going to share with you stories of the strange, shocking, and hilarious, because laughing is the only way we know how to make it through. That's absolutely true. This industry is one that we've come to truly love, and although you'll hear rants and horror stories that we bitch that we have to work at work, well, we kid because we care. I mean, let's face it, we're terrible. We're all Every one of us. The customers are terrible. Sometimes we're terrible to each other. It is what it is. There's nothing that we would rather be doing, though, except maybe... Except possibly this podcast, definitely. Correctamundo. Also, do us a favor. If we're not for you, listen anyway. Hate Hate listen, listen, rage listen, listen, binge listen, listen, push play, and walk away. Heckle us, because we know that the only thing that's better than a good horror movie is a terrible horror movie. Let us do that for you. One last disclaimer, the show, like the industries we cover, comes with some spicy fucking language. Hey, 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 muy caliente. You have officially been forewarned. Fuego. Do us the honor, if you don't mind, of sharing, rating, and reviewing this show. Share it with everybody you come in contact with, and then uh, leave us a uh, five-star rating and review with any type of words that say any type of thing. Yes. Predictive text. Press that predictive text button five times. Bop, 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 bop. Get it done. We don't care what it says. We just need words that help us up the charts, and we don't know why, but Cinco Stars, if you can do stars. Yes. Get it on there. You can uh, do the Facebooks as well. It oh, doesn't yeah. help us move up the charts, but it helps us with a Facebook algorithm thing. So. Yeah, yeah. Help I us to know. get known, you know, one of those things. Also, you know, you can look at our TikTok. That's at Service Entrance PPL. You can see our stupid faces. And our Shifties of the Week, which exactly. we'll get into in a moment. If you want to be a part of the show, you can be a producer by going to patreon.com slash service entrance people. Sign up to be a Karen, a Florida man, or a Von Uppity. At any level of sponsorship, you get free merchandise, access to bonus content, and you get your name said at the very end if you are an executive producer. You can also contribute just a little bit if you only want to do a one-time donation. You don't want to do the full commitment. Go to PayPal at service entrance peeps and be a peep for us. A dollar, a million, they help as we try to, uh, well, 
We're we're seeing season two of this show coming on the up horizon. on the horizon. So <laughs> we're trying to improve year over year so you guys can be a big part of that. You can also become a content producer. Doesn't cost you anything but your stories. Super easy. Just go to serviceentrancepeople at gmail.com. Tippy tap, tippy tap, typey type. Tell us what uh, craziness you have been privy to. And if you do that enough times, you do become a content producer. You can also, Pixie. Yes. Leave us a voicemail. 854-345-7721. If the written word isn't your bag, you can just vent it all out into our voice mailbox. If you want to message us, you can message us on Facebook at Service Entrance People Podcast, or you can DM us at Instagram at Service Entrance People Pod. Girl, who's all up in your DM? Hopefully people who love this podcast. I hope so, too. You can do the DM on Facebook, too, correct? Um, that's Don't we instant have a messenger? messenger. It's, a, it's a messenger. Okay. But it's sort of the same thing, right? I mean, yeah. It's it's a PM. It's a DM. It's a... Do AM, your, PM. Do your, do your BM in the PM. I don't know. <laughs> 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 she does her BM uh, in the PM. PM. All right, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> Okie doke. Do we have anything else to say about that? No, that being said. So that being said, let's lock the doors, crank up the tunes, and grab our Shifty Shifty of of the Week. I, myself, this week, will be drinking from our very, very good friends at Shell Ring Airworks in Port Royal, South Carolina, a Nautical Light 98. It is a ultra session ale, crisp citrus and very, very crushable at only 3.8 ABV. It's a, a light beer for the summer season. Oh, that's a good crack. Thank you. The summer season, he says, in September, by the way. <laughs> it's still summer season down here. Delightful, as always, from our friends at Shell Ring. And it is. It's it's crisp, and there is just a little bit of a hint of citrus to it, but uh, it's not overpowering. It's not like one of your super duper, yeah, super yeah. duper pooper scoopers. <laughs> what are you drinking, Pix? I'm going to go the opposite end. Um, I'm going from Gizmo Brewworks. This is a Queen Bee bourbon barrel aged imperial wheat. Holy fuck, that's a lot. At 9.6 ABV. Well, well, see you later, Pix. <laughs> Let's see how it tastes. Oh wow. It's yeah. it's really um it's rich and it's got a good honey to it, but it's not sweet. Okay. It's just it you can almost get that bourbon taste to it. Love it. It's yeah, it, and awesome. it's a beautiful amber color. It's awesome. really, really nice. Yay for Gizmo. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. And that's right out of Raleigh, by the way. Raleigh's a very underrated city. It is, it is. It's, yeah. it's pretty awesome there. It is. I enjoy it. Also pretty awesome, episode 49 of Service Entrance People. Oh. We are at 49, Pix. I'm on the edge of my seat waiting to hear what you called it. This week's episode is entitled Hot Restaurant Gossips. Ooh. Yeah. You gossipy bitches. You gossipy Gossipy, petty, betty bitches. Oh, I love it. So one of the pillars, one of the founding principles of restaurant work Mm -hmm. is the fact that everyone who works at a restaurant is ostensibly just a junior high person (laughs) who is able to legally drink. That's it. That's everybody in restaurants somehow 
It doesn't matter who you are. You're a dignified older lady. You're a suave gentleman. You're whatever. The second you hit the doors of a restaurant, you immediately become a gossipy, gossipy bitch. And a smut peddler. It's it's shocking. (laughs) It is shocking. Uh. This week, we are just going to do some hot, hot restaurant gossip. That's That's, it. That's fantastic. It's super simple. It's kind of how one of one of the reasons we started doing the show is yeah. because anybody that works at restaurants and I'm sure this is true with other vocations but especially with restaurants if you get restaurant people mm-hmm. in this who are in the same town mm-hmm. if you get them together oh you work over at restaurant A I work at restaurant B first thing Start talking about all the people you work with and the crazy shit. And the crazy, gossipy bullshit that comes with it. But we're not limited just to restaurants. I want you all to know. I want to know what's happening in your industry. Does, you know, a tailor, you know, I work at, you know, tailor shop A. You work at sewing shop B. And, you know, I hate Becky over there because she's a bitch. I want to know these things. I want to know. Lowe's, Home Depot? Yeah. Do you guys duke it out? Like, are you like, oh... Lowe's is so much better than Home Depot, or do you just not care? And you're like, if I quit Lowe's, totally going to Home Depot. You know what I kind of wonder about is uh, the airline. Oh, like if you work at an airport, because is, there's all of the is, different airlines there and stuff it, like that. Like, do do you like? Yeah. Oh, I used to work for Southwest. I used to work for United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain Fucky McDick over there. Like, so the captain from this was yeah, stooping yeah. the yeah, yeah, the attendance from, there. from that. Yeah, yeah I yeah. want to know those things. Exact Amundo. So if you guys talk about that, just oh, num, 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 let num. us know. Spill the tea, write it in, because we want to hear it. It's what keeps us alive. Yeah, people. exactly. So start start your hot goss. Spill that tea, boom. Oh, I will, Pix. <laughs> oh, I will. I have worked at you know a number of restaurants in this area, so I have had a lot of folks who have been employees of mine as a managerial type figure. One of the things that I love is seeing former employees, especially you know the the good ones, uh, come o- come to my new restaurants yeah. and you know dine and catch up and see them. It's always kind of nice. They um, tell you they miss you, they yeah, love you. You know, even if it's not true, I always tell them the deal is you lie about that and I'll believe it. Also, where are you working now? Yeah, what's going on? Is yeah. it still there? Is your are you this? Are you that? So it's always fun seeing former employees. And the other day I had a former employee of mine who I absolutely adore. Great hardworking dude. Fucking awesome. Uh, he came to my restaurant mm-hmm. with three friends. And it was very funny because you actually were yep. up at the host stand there. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, did did you see yeah. my former employee over yeah. there? I totally and, saw him. And you're I like, synced him. you're like, yeah, but, you know, I'm sure he doesn't give a shit that you're here. Because I was like, should I go over? And you're like, nah, he's, he doesn't care. Well, because <laughs> I don't know, man. There's times where I, you know, I don't know. I'm like, I'm just going out to eat. Like, I didn't really want to chat. So, but you... I'm, I'm a little, you know, anxiety riddled antisocial butterfly. Yeah, sometimes you can't be. Sometimes you can't be, but sometimes you can't be an antisocial fly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. You know, I'll leave him be. Let him do his thing. Well, he came up to me. He actually mm. got up from the table, saw me, came over, gave me some love. 
hey, man, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen you. How are you? I have a friend who has never eaten here before. And so I was like, oh, my God, you know, my old boss, Boomer, Mm -hmm. works there. So let's go see, you know, let's go there. So he knew you worked there and that's why he went. Yes. Yes, Uh exactly. See, now that's a little different. How am I supposed to know that? It was like the second time he's been there since I worked there. But like the first time was like over a year ago. Right on, right on. So I'm like, yeah, man, fucking awesome. So we catch up and he goes back to the table and it's him, a lady, another lady and another gentleman. So okay, four people, two men, two women. You and him catch up, and then he goes and we meets catch the up. fries. Yep. He actually, he asked about uh, Tom Waits. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. How's the cat interns? So I showed him pictures of Tom and, and Omar and all that fun stuff. So I call their server over, and I'm like, hey, you know, if they wind up, because I, I saw they had some beers. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, if they wind up ordering food and all of that stuff, let me know, and at the end, like, I'll, I want to buy him a beer. Oh, that's sweet of you. And since everybody at the table had beers, it's a tricky needle. To thread? Right. Yeah. So I'm like, if it's just, if they split checks, like I'll buy his beer. Yeah. If they don't, I'll buy it for the table. Yeah. You know, because I can't. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, You know, whatever. It's unseemly just to only do the one if you're doing a full. Not really. He's your friend, but yeah. So they eat. They have a nice time. They're about to be finished. The server calls me over, and he's like, oh, they, they split checks. So cool. I'm like, all right, cool, man. Yeah. So, you know, I thought one, two checks. Like, how many did they split? So it was split two ways. So, Easy peasy. Yep. I wind up taking off my former employee's beer and the person that he he's was with, because yeah. that's one check. Do that. Bop along my merry way, because I'm a good guy and did a nice thing for a former employee. Yeah. Server comes back to me two minutes later and is like, um, so I thought that the woman was kidding, but the other woman at the table lost her mind and demanded that you take off the beers on both checks. Um, did you know her? No. no. Okay, so you had nothing to do with her. Never seen this woman in my life. Did you make a big production about buying him a drink? I didn't even go over to the table and say anything. Oh, so she just like... I think, well, I think the server may have said, hey, Boomer bought your beer for you. Yeah, but that's like from one dude to another. Like, you two knew each other, clearly. Exactly. Again, we have history with each other. And I'm assuming the person at the table saw you two connect. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because, I mean, he came over and, and, you know, got up and left and came talk to me. Yeah. So I'm like, what? Apparently, it was because like three different people came and told me about this because the woman flat out very loudly said, I'm not fucking paying for these beers. You tell him to take them off. Wow. So aggressive, like aggressive. I'm not fucking paying for these drinks. You you tell him to comp them all now. I'm going to go a fuck of you, ma'am. I don't know you. So- I go over and I look at their checks and they ordered that ticket yeah. was two beers and a bowl of soup. Okay. So literally wants me to take the beers off so that it's like $10 total on their check, which whatever. But yeah. the whole fact it's of the, the matter is I don't know you. Yeah. I've never seen you before. I'm getting a beer 
for again a former employee. Yeah. Why? Why? Did you did why? you work the line for me? No, you no. didn't. Did have you, you work cold station? No. no, you have not. I have no idea at all who this woman is. We have not been through the weeds together. I owe you nothing, nothing. madam. Nothing. You stole fizzy lifting drink. You get nothing. Good day. Good day, madam. So she again got loud and aggressive to the server. So I'm like, fuck. So I, I take it off because I don't want the conflict. It's Oy, not worth it. That sucks. Well, the funny thing is, and this is why this former employee, one of the reasons why I'm saying he's a stand-up guy, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. After all of the commotion mm-hmm. with the friend going off and getting all pissed off at my server and causing a little bit of a scene, my ex-employee then, on the sly, gives his server... Mm-hmm. Like an extra $30. Oh, wow. As a dude, I'm so, so sorry about all of this and basically kind of not just tipping, but. I'm embarrassed for the person I'm with. Yeah. And here's this more than covers what they would have paid for their drinks plus their tip. Damn. Which is super stand-up and super fucking cool. But also. But also how embarrassed you have to be. That you're paying to go for your exactly. friend. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that nice gesture that you did just cost became, him more money. Right. And became all of a sudden me being somehow a dick. Oh, I hate when that happens. That's like, yeah. you can't be nice to people and let them know you're being nice. You have to keep it on the DL. Yeah. You can't, I can't win for losing on it, that one. It's so strange how that works out. Yeah. So that was, that was one for the record books because I've never, ever, ever had something as brazen as I'm buying a buddy a drink and then people with them lose their mind demanding drinks of their own just for existing. That's like you going to a bar with this guy and you saying, man, I love you. I'm going to buy you a beer. And then a woman just turns from behind him and is like, me too. You owe me a beer too. Yeah. It's like, (sighs) no, I don't, I don't know you. No fucking clue, man. I don't got to buy you shit. Hey guys, it's Boomer. And Pixie, hola. We are here and so excited to be brand ambassadors for Reaper Apparel Company. We cannot be more proud to have joined their roster and get to promote their brand and whole community. Just like we have battled anxiety and depression, so have the folks at Reaper Apparel Company, and they know the present is not something to be wasted. Yeah, it's all about trying to be the best version of ourselves every day and making our dreams come true, like we are here at the Service Entrance People podcast, and the folks in Reaper are too. So please join the Reaper community, check them out, go to reaperapparelcode.com, use the coupon code SERVICEENTRANCEPEOPLE to get 10% off your gear, plus check the links in the episode description, our Facebook and Instagram to get 15% off as well. That's Reaper Apparel carolco.com promo code service entrance people i have a little bit of gossip for you gas gas okay i'm gonna spill the tea here Woo. so i'm talking to my hostess my sweet little hummingbird that she be and basically all right i hear that there was an altercation right i get into work and immediately i'm told like so like fisticuffs or no, 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 it was just, you know, verbal, verbal, verbal assault. But she is like five foot nothing. And if that the three servers that verbally assaulted her are like all over six foot. Yes. One. Yes. They're towering men. Yeah. So I'm like, OK, well, the managerial thing to do 
I ask for her side of the story first, and she tells me. I get her side of the story, then I go inside, and I get the men's story, right? Yep. I get the server's story, I ask them what happened, and then together- Yeah, I get to merge all of the stories and make my natural assessment. What one said, what the second said, what actually happened. Yeah, that in-betweener of, and, and what was pissing each one off, so that way you knew which part of the story sort of tips. Where it starts to go wonky. So the actual story is this. The hostess was taking a call from a customer as a couple of customers are proceeding to move into the building. Now, doing that, I would have preferred that she put the phone down or told the person on the phone to wait a moment as she greeted the people coming in. However, she didn't think to do that. What she thought was to answer the call because the person on the phone couldn't see her. So she prioritized the person on the phone. No. And that's, I can see what, what she was thinking with that, but that's not how I would No, if, if, if yeah. you're on the phone you and people walk up. Yeah, you, you, you need to. You do the whole like hold up the finger. Or gesture or, dramatically, yeah, wave yeah, your hand. Do the whole mouth thing, yes. you know, or say, hold on a second to the people on the phone. Folks, I'll be right with you. Yes. And then go back to the phone. Or e- put the phone on hold. Exactly. So many different options so, other than the one she took. <laughs> yeah, so, so that was, you know, the issue there and I understand that what she proceeds to tell me though was a little bit damning which is that I talk with my hands a lot so as I'm listening to the story of the person on the phone and they're asking me about this all you can eat thing and they're asking me times and I gesture no but what she did was no with that like slicing sort of off with their head motion yeah like the 86 yeah off the you know line hand palm like straight across the throat there well the customers who were walking in thought that she gestured to them Ooh. So. Yeah, that would be. They still walked in, though, and they <laughs> sat at the bar, which. Well, fuck that lady. Which normally when people pass you up at the host stand, it's usually to sit at the bar or they do the, oh, I saw the sign inside and I realized I had to come back out because I'm stupid. And I didn't realize that you standing there means that you're handing out menus, which you're like, I'm in uniform and I have a ton of menus in front of me. But sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so the way real quick, the way yeah. that things are situated is that there is a host stand outside of the rest restaurant with double doors going in double doors are closed because air conditioning yes so there is a physical human being standing outside at a lectern stand podium that is very clearly full of menus Menus. and accoutrements of the job yes 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 and instead people still wander in or through other doors and then they're like lost and it's a whole big to do regardless these people sit at the bar now the host is still standing up there, again, assuming these people went to the bar, which they did. She wasn't incorrect. And the server comes out and immediately immediately starts grabbing things from the host stand, which I got to tell you, there's nothing that pissed a host off quite as much as someone being grabby grabby with their tools. Oh, yeah. Just coming, so, snagging the old menu and walking away. What my little hummingbird says is not wrong. She's like... Look, man, I don't go to a table when you're taking too long and just start taking orders from a customer and putting them in the POS and snagging your tip. No. So what are you doing? Respect. Yes. Please. Now, here's where the servers come in. The servers say to my little hummingbird that the customers complained about her. There was a complaint. 
complaint that she gestured to them that she wasn't going to help them and they were going to seat them. Now, I know me a server. And I know me a server doesn't like somebody who's going to the bar rather than sitting at a table because that tip's going to the bartender and not to the server. Exactly, because the the bartender is going to get a tip either way because they get to tip out the drinks. So, ipso facto, what happened here was the servers were like, oh, no, 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 no. If you want a table, we'll get you a table, sir and madam. I'll, I'll go put you in my section. Yes, we are so sorry about our rude little hostess. Oh, that's just the worst. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Here, I'll quickly go get you some menus. Now, here's where they're both wrong. When the hostess finds this out, she wants to do the right thing, right? She stands up. She wants to do the right thing. She wants to go and apologize to the couple and correct her mistake by saying, I'm so sorry you thought I was gesturing at you. I would have gotten you a table. That was my mistake. My bad, bro. Yeah, and owned it. Instead, the three servers tell her, no, you can't do that aggressively. So, okay, you don't have the authority to say that, first of all. Yeah, no, you don't. And second of all, the exact thing you always want is is if there's a miscommunication to own your mistake and to convey that to the guest so the guest isn't sitting there pissed off. Well, the servers don't want that, see? But the servers, but the servers, when if you sit a guest that's pissy to start, then the server has uphill Ah. sledding to work with those people. You want those people to be happy. But here's, here's the more telling end of this, which is that they don't want her to correct her mistake because they've already commiserated over what an idiot she is. Oh my God. And had some form of solidarity then with the customer. So no, she has to be incorrect and remain incorrect. So that way these servers have just a glowing review out there fucking asshole. So (laughs) all of that goes on. And I I don't want to say being female. I just want to say being a person who is small and who maybe has a a surplus of emotion. When I get really frustrated and, and angry. Now, I'm not sad. I'm just frustrated and angry. You leak. I start to tear up. Yes. And what does my hummingbird do? But she starts to leak as well. Yeah. Because she's so mad. She's reaching a point where she can't talk. That's how angry she is. And it's not one person. It's not two people. It's three people shouting at her that she is incorrect. Mm. So when she starts to cry, well, then it's, oh, now the girl is crying. Weakness. Yes, weakness. Now we must feast upon it. And she tries to separate herself. And what happens from there? Oh, But individually, the men feel bad. Now we want to go tell her, it's okay. We just can't have you talking to the customer. Well, now she is pissed. (laughs) So now she's like, no, you don't talk to me. You go away. You get away from me. Shouting at them. You can't come up to me. No, don't touch my back. No, don't try and tell me it's okay because it's not okay. And it wasn't. But this is one of those communication breakdowns where it's like, you all could have had it easy if you would just let her own it. Yeah. Own the mistake, but instead you, you had, had to, to. You had to look like you're better and 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 yeah. Yeah, again, you, like, you had to spill that gossip about somebody else to make yourself look good. So of course you can't have her go and write it because mm. then it just makes you look like a dipshit. Yeah, you got to leave that wrong unrighted. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Funny mm-hmm. because this same person. Yes. Which same person? The host. Ah, okay. The little hummingbird told me a story. Mm-hmm. So this host 
mm-hmm. tells me a story about how she was in Savannah, okay, Georgia, oh, with a babysitting a kid for a friend, so took the kid to the park. Okay, right now Savannah has gotten dangerous <laughs> over the years. Over yeah, there? yeah. I li- I lived there like a while, like de- over a decade ago, and it was super, super. Like mellow, chill, cool city, mm-hmm. but now it's like super, super dangerous. Don't go there after dark, right. type thing. So she's in the park with this child babysitting, and it's like eight o'clock at night. Mm, that's dark. No, summer. No? It's summer. Okay, it's so still it's still an hour away from. It's dusky. No, no, it's, it. No, it hasn't. The sun has Jesus. not started going down yet. In North Carolina, it starts to get dusky around eight. Yeah. No, no, okay. it was still. So I'm, you know, maybe six feet away from her. She's telling me this. She said, so I was taking this kid that I was babysitting. We were in mm-hmm. the park, and and then there was a shooting. In broad daylight now. Right. Okay. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And she's like, yeah. It was the like one of the bullets. Like There was a guy walking, I guess, next to her or near her, and he got shot in like the leg. Oh, my God. And it was me to her away. Sweet baby jesus and then like people went to their cars to go get other guns to return fire wait what yeah i thought like to no. retreat no, no they go to get other guns right, exactly because that makes the situation way right. more safe so <gasps> i love it a couple of things with it one tell me she pulled out a piece no i wish <laughs> So first, I'm like, did you like get on the ground immediately? Yeah, like, did you cover hide the, the child? Yeah, and she was like, I just kind of froze for a second because holy hell, there were gunshots. Yeah, yeah. And as she's telling me the details about the shooting, I see something in her eyes mm-hmm. as she's telling it. There's a glinting in oh, her eyes. Is she fucking with you? No, 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 no. And I go, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Are you getting excited telling this story? Yeah. And her cheeks go full red and she starts Aww. blushing. And I'm like, I get that it's probably because you're a few days removed from this incident. Mm-hmm. And so, and everybody was okay that you were with, but you're getting the tingly feeling in your nethers over this story. Oh my gosh. Aren't you? <gasps> and again, super blushy. As a boss, you're not supposed to talk about the nethers. Well, I, but you know, I, yeah. it's, it, I didn't, I wasn't gross about it. it no. I'm just, but also, that's how I'm translating it for the show. Restaurants, yeah. I get it. No, we're all dirt merchants. But I was like, are you getting, <laughs> are you getting turned on? Like you, you have a look in your yeah. eye. So what was her response? Giggle, 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 red face. Oh, totes. Yeah. Yep. So 100%. I'm super into the fact that I was almost shot and at. I'm like, wow. Well, okay. So I was shot near. Yeah. <laughs> note to self, violence is your kink. Weird. Mm, wow. I would just be scared. Yeah. But so I gotta she, say. So I, I was then like, yeah. well, why were you why'd you take the kid to the park and do all of this? And she said, Well, it wasn't even dark yet. It was eight o'clock. I figured nothing bad would happen, to which I was like, Yeah, but Eight o'clock's actually a really reasonable time for a shooting, okay? It's after dinner, so you're full. Ah. Now, 
It's not late at night, so you're not drunk or too sleepy. Yeah, but when there's you're daylight, drunk, there's like that's there's daylight the out. It's yeah. a really, it's a pretty sweet spot. You're for, thinking of you know? logic being the prime shooting time. I don't think logic really factors into prime shootings. No, I just think you but know that be would be that would be if it's me. That's a reasonable hour Little. for. A shooting to occur. Little mini personal one. Uh-huh. I was held at gunpoint, or at least I think anyway, because I wasn't allowed to see the gun in um, ba- and be more. Yeah. yeah, in Baltimore when I was working at a tattoo parlor, and um, I gotta say, I I was scared, but most of it was really just confusion over his instructions <laughs> because I was like, I was told to give over my wallet, which I didn't have. I had a day planner. So I was like, I don't have a wallet. I have a day planner. And he was like, well, hand me that. And I'm like, how do I hand it to him? Because I can't see him because he's behind me. And as I to- go to turn around, he says, don't turn around. Then he's telling me to get down, get down. And I'm like on the ground or on my car and then count to a hundred. And I was like out loud there's so many instructions and I'm like so lucky you didn't get shot but I don't want to die so like it wasn't like I was joking with him be more clear Mr. Robert yeah like I was genuinely frantic I'm like dude like have your specific set of instructions out because I would like to not die here but long story short I didn't die and he didn't get that much money because I canceled all my cards and I didn't keep cash on me so next time sir just for expediency's sake Maybe you want to write up your instructions yeah. and just hand them. Just hand them. That may help. Or or rob from the <laughs> front and not the back. Well, but... no facial thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Just be more clear in your directions, man. My my only coming out of that is just don't be in Baltimore after dark or after one a.m. because it's dangerous. <laughs> Or before 1 a.m. I have a story that only could happen in the restaurant world, though. And it's hot, hot gossy. It is so hot gossy. So it's called Wild Chicken Aviation. <laughs> and So there's chickens that are flying through the air. Yes, yes. And just wildly. So an employee calls up, right? Talks to the manager. Let's call the manager Chris. And says, Chris, I have this rash on my back. From the restaurant, I have an allergy and I'm at the doctor to treat this allergic reaction. I can't come in. Okay. All right. Chris. Yeah. Like Chris is like, so you're at the doctor and this employee is like, yeah, I'm at the doctor like right now, dude. Like I can have you talk to the doctor. Chris immediately hangs up (laughs) on the employee. But that's not where it gets. Too much for me right now. That's not where it gets weird. Chris gets another employee to call that employee. So let's call the other employee, I don't know, Lauren. She has Ew. Lauren. Yeah. She has Lauren call the first employee and be like, dude, you're super going to get fired if you don't come in today. Chris told me to say this. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a restaurant thing. I'm not going to talk to you directly. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go through a third No, I'm party. not going to be an adult about it. I'm going to yeah. play a game of telephone and have Lauren tell you that I'm going to fire you. Go get them to tell them that I need you to yes. discount this for me. So employee number one tells Lauren, that's super cool. You should abuse the power that Chris gave you about firing people and just start <laughs> firing all the people you don't like. Because here's the thing. If Chris wants to fire me, then there's like a whole thing where I got to go in and sign a paper. So 
yeah, Chris needs to actually contact me yeah. and do a whole yeah, thing. You can't, you can't fire through third party. You can't fire through third party text messaging. No. It's not a thing. No. So <laughs> employee number one decides to do what? Go um, ahead. Take a guess. So have a rash. Mm-hmm. Doctor's note. Yep. Not come in and show up when the rash is better with the doctor's note and be like, fuck you, Chris. Goes to Florida. <laughs> just, just decide. Florida comes into play. Of <laughs> just course, decides. why wouldn't? Why yeah. wouldn't I have thought Florida yeah, exactly. would come into play? Just decides naturally. My next step from back rash and doctor's note is I'm gonna take a trip to Florida and just you know I need to, I need some me time. Well, the doctor, you have a note from the doctor, and it's not like does you're it say like, go to Florida? But it's not like you're sick. <laughs> Like, you can still do things. It was like when I worked in radio and I had laryngitis. Like, I couldn't work, but I was fine. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So this employee, this gets even wilder because the employee eventually goes back to this place of business after a year. Jesus. And is how long did it take for that to work its way through? (laughs) Was she in Florida the whole year? It wasn't the rush. That's not the point. The point is just the way said, this, fuck it. I'm taking time. Yeah. The way this happened was the employee just goes like shows up back at work and like nothing happened. Yeah. And yep. they're like, cool. And they put them they put her back on the schedule. That's some restaurant. That's totally restaurant shit right there. So when I'm hearing this story, just pretend it didn't happen. I'm like, so he basically took a year sabbatical from this chicken joint. Jesus. She's like, yeah. I just walked in there like nothing happened, you know, and that was that. However, the fuckery continues because one day the employee goes in and she's wearing a mask and her manager says, why? Por qué the mask? Mm -hmm. Why are you wearing this mask? Why for? And she says, well, I think I'm sick. So I just thought it would be safe if I was wearing a mask. And the manager's like, yeah, so here's the thing, food and bev, blah, blah, blah. Was this during COVID times? Yeah. So the manager was like, come into the office and just do this test real quick, just so we're in the clear. We're on the up and up. Well, because nobody can be regular sick anymore. You have to. That's the first thing. Yeah, you have to to do it. So she goes and she takes the test and it immediately turns, you have COVID. So that manager's like, get the fuck out of the office, get the fuck out of the restaurant, get the fuck away from me, go. So she goes home and he tells her, you know, you have to take like a week and a half at home. You have to stay home. Yeah. Mando. You can't come in. You can't come in. Well, Chris from before Mm -hmm. is still there. (laughs) Still being a shitty fucking manager. So still is a shitty fucking manager. Mm. So she calls the girl and is like, why the fuck aren't you in work today? And she's like, because I took a COVID test and the other manager told me to go home. Since I have COVID. I have COVID. So yeah, I'm at home because COVID. And she's like, first off, those tests are fucking bullshit. (laughs) Okay, doctor. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't even care that it was done in the office. It's fucking bullshit. Mm. But second of all, I think it's really convenient that you got COVID when you didn't want to come in in the morning, and now you're just off the next day. Oh, yeah, the whole, you know, I 
physically tested in front of somebody after I actually did I come into her. I didn't even want to test. She didn't even want to test for COVID, <sighs> but the manager made her because mm. that was policy. And yeah. All right. Mm. So this manager then is like, yeah, I don't care. Those tests aren't accurate. Don't give a shit. I'm only giving you one week off. You can't take two. So <laughs> the employee. Don't care if you're still sick. Yeah, this employee. Just keep coming in. This employee is like, you know what? Fuck it. I quit. But when she quits, what happens? She went to Florida. No. Fuck. More restaurant gossip. Oh, God. So that manager gets so mad, she fires like four other fucking employees. And we don't know if it's because they got COVID or whatever. Or just like, I'm pissed off that I couldn't have fired this yeah. person because they so, quit. So fuck you. And we were joking because I'm like, I wonder, did she fire? fire them through Laura then? Oh, did, yeah, yeah. Did Laura go around and fire for her or did she like fire because, yeah. Did she self-do or yeah, I have con- no idea. subcontract it out? But I thought it was hilarious that this employee could, after a year of just disappearing, materialize in front of them for and no be reason. like, yep. you can put me on the schedule. <laughs> like nothing happened. It's ridiculous. But only in our industry. I've got some goss. Mm-hmm. From Cody in Michigan. Oh, sweet. Yes. Content producer Cody. Cody writes us and says, the story takes place at a restaurant in Ann Arbor, Michigan. It's located near music venues. So on show nights, it would get super, super busy about an hour before the show and be in the weeds until the show started. One evening, Cody had a two-top come in right before it got busy and they were waiting on a third party, right? A third person for the party. Okay. About 10 minutes later, half of her section had full had gone full up, and she had just been sat two more tables. Damn. The lady from the two-top calls her over. Let's call her Anne, says Cody. Okay. And says they're ready to order. Cody said something along the lines of, yeah, I can get those in. Will the person joining you be ordering? Mm-hmm. You know, like, do you want me to put them in all at the same time or... You know, whatever. Shall we wait? Yeah. What have you? Anne says, yes, but she would like me to wait there to get the person's order since the person was just walking in at that moment. Okay, so don't walk away. Nope, you stand here and you just wait until this person comes in, takes a look at the menu, decides what they want, and then puts in their order. That's easily like 10 minutes that Cody could be doing other things. With a primarily full section and she yeah. just got sat with two other tables. Dude, time is money. Now, I had the section that is furthest away from the entrance and it was a long, narrow building. I look up and see the lady from the table, you know, waving to a little elderly woman who had just entered. <laughs> oh, adorable. In her head, she's trying to calculate then how long it's going to take the elderly woman to get to the table, how long it's going to take for her to look at the menu, all while trying to remember what she was doing when Anne first called her over. Okay, so restaurant time yeah. and restaurant people yeah, problems. Yeah, she, she, was, she was doing restaurant math, yeah. all the while nodding and smiling at her new tables, letting them know, I'll be there in a minute. Mm-hmm. Cody explains to Anne that, you know, I can come back in a few minutes. Like, give your friend time to get in, sit at the table, look at the menu, Decide all that what they stuff. want to drink, yep. you know. Anne was not having that. Huffed and puffed and waited until the person uh, that she Gestured. was waiting for uh, 
then sat down and said, oh, no, no, it's okay. You can come back in a few minutes. You fucking bitch. The friend joins them. They order. They got appetizers. Everything's fine. She was then pre-bussing. Go. Cody for pre-bussing. We love a pre-busser. In order to make room on the table for entrees and reach for an empty plate. And Anne grabs it out of her hand, yells, I'm still using this. Jesus. So Cody lets her keep her beloved plate. (laughs) She then made a big show about offering to pay for the whole meal for everybody. Oh, guys, I'm buying it. Guys, I got it. It's It's on on me. I got it. It's on me. I got it. It's like (laughs) the scene in American Psycho where they're all throwing down their gold card. Yeah. So she gives her her card. Cody runs the card and then adds the name and whatever to the list of unsavory people. Yeah. And again, people don't realize when you pay by card, we get to learn their names. Yeah. $100 bill. Okay, so the tab, yeah. $0 tip. (gasps) You stiffed on a hundy? What is wrong with you? Nothing. Now, once Ann had walked out, the other person from the table slipped Cody a 20. Thank God. Yeah. Just like my old employee had to do. Jeez, man. It doesn't pay to like even be civil to these people because no. they're fucking animals. Not even a little bit. Dude, dogs are nicer. Yeah, they really Dog- are. That's I why shouldn't we even get say so people are yeah. animals because animals are nicer than you are. Yeah, they are. You're much, awful. much, much. You're just awful. <laughs> but also, you know, so are we, I guess, because servers and hostesses and yeah. kitchens and bartenders and oh everybody alike. Yeah. yeah. And none of this is even like touching in on some of the. The crazier. Yeah, we're just scratching the surface. Yeah, this is we're, we'll have more of this. We still have dermis to go. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we've seen like we're gonna get to the subdermal layers. Race riot at a kitchen. Yes, type of stuff going like on. brandishing knives yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah. all kinds of shit. So yeah. tune Stay in. Stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For now, though, that was episode forty-nine of Service Entrance People. Hot. Restaurant gossip. Woo! And we will get more for you in an upcoming episode. Want to say thank you very much to executive producers Chris Moore and Chuck Cumberland. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Both of those gentlemen went to patreon.com slash service entrance people and became exec producers. But you can be a producer at any level on Patreon. You will get free merchandise. You will get access to bonus content. And if you are an executive, you get your name said at the very end of the episode. Thank you very much to our content producers. Chef Hope, Jeff Teal, and Cody from Michigan. Thank you very much, guys. And if you you want to be one of those type of people, all you need to do is just email us stories. ServiceEntrancePeople at gmail.com is the easiest way to do that. You can also leave us a voicemail, 854 Three four five seven seven two one, or you can hit us up on Facebook at Service Entrance People Podcast. You can DM us at Instagram on at Service Entrance People Pod. Girl, who all up in your DM? Hopefully, people who love this podcast. I hope so too. If you want to help us out in a monetary way, but maybe don't want to do a full year's commitment, you can hit us on our PayPal, which is Service Entrance Peeps. A dollar, a million, it all helps us as we uh, carry this show forward into our second year coming soon. Yep. 
If you have a hearing impaired member of your family or a friend, don't forget to look up our YouTube channel, which is at Service Entrance People. We have all of it, you know, subtitled there. So that can be super, super easy listening slash reading for them. Hell yeah. And uh, our TikTok, Service Entrance PPL, just for Watching fun us be goofy. little stupid videos. Yeah. All right, picks. Next week, episode 50. Oh, we made it to 50. We did. And we're closing in on the one year mark. Ooh. Very, very soon, we got a uh, a bottle of bubbly on the ready, and in a couple weeks, it'll be uh, going crazy. Awesome. Awesome indeed, Pixie. Next week, midnight. Wednesday. East Coast time. Yet another episode of Service Entrance, people. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. I am Boomer. And I'm Pixie. Adios. Adios.